0: On the next episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes.
1: Today's a whiskey episode, and here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing. We have the Singleton of Glendowen, 12-year-old single malt scotch whiskey. We have Glenmorangie's A Tale of the Forest single malt whiskey. We have Glenfiddich 12-year sherry cask finish single malt whiskey. From Dalmore, we have their 14-year single malt. We have the Dalmore Portwood, the Dalmore Cigar Malt, the Dalmore King Alexander III, and from Lagavulin, we have the Lagavulin Nick Offerman 3rd Edition Charred Cask. Oh,
2: I can't wait.
1: I know. <laughs> I, I've, I've been holding on to this one for months for you. They sent me this, I, I I think, like just at the end of the year, and I've been holding it all this time just for you. I
3: appreciate that. I, I enjoyed watching him drink it.
1: So did I. We'll be right back after this break. Now it's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Uh, we used to be. Mork and Mindy is back. Well, I don't no know No way, really? Yeah.
3: What oh, was yeah. I- why was I at the club <laughs> at 2 a.m.? I should have been watching Mork and Mindy. I know. That's why, we're, on, well, well, that's why we're it,
1: bumped off now. But was know? it the good Mork and Mindy or like in the end when they had like Jonathan Winters as their kid? They were just reaching for straw. Yeah, straws. that point. Yeah, like you know, right. they, they jumped the shark. They jumped the shark big, man. big right. time, man. Right. Don't get me wrong. Jonathan Winters is awesome, but yeah, just a bad premise. Just not a good premise. But yeah, you're right. We're probably but, but it was that. it But
3: it was Private Benjamin. He was. Remember, he starts old and mm-hmm. gets younger. It was good. Yeah.
1: What are you gonna do? Not, Pri-
3: what's that? What's that? Not Pri- private. What's Not private. Private Benjamin's
1: it? the one with Goldie Hawn. What's no. Wrong, what the,
3: what the, what's the movie I'm thinking of?
1: I have no idea.
3: The the where the guy the
1: Private Ryan?
3: No.
0: I'll Benjamin. Get the Chad Benjamin GPT Button. On
1: Benjamin Button. Oh yeah. There you go. Well, that's exactly <laughs> the same as that. Of course.
4: Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> as you can tell, folks, we've been drinking before the show. We'll get him a job working for AMC any day now. Yeah, we're just waiting for them to call. George Clooney's dad isn't gonna have that job much longer now is he? Well this Ooh. is this is made man bob and joining me today are made man Brent well it should be a pleasure
3: right yes it is a pleasure <laughs> we tortured him today oh
4: lord made man maury good morning excited to be here in the damp, dang basement thank god Brent actually put something over his lower body today
1: Yeah, he's wearing pants. Well, no, no, I never wear pants. It's more like a (laughs) loincloth, like magic underwear. Good old boy Justin. Good morning. So glad to be
0: out of the sun and into the dank, dark basement. My happy place. Absolutely.
3: And good old boy Harm. Thank you, uh, Bob. I really appreciate being here today. I'm I'm, I'm not just saying that. Boston will hate (laughs) you. That sounds good. Might as well get it started.
1: I'm a little bit of a masochist, apparently. Anyway, well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, pretty much anything else that you can drink. And today's a whiskey episode, and here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing. We have the Singleton of Glen 12-year-old single malt scotch whiskey. We have Glenmorangie's A Tale of the Forest single malt whiskey. We have Glenfiddich 12-year sherry cask finish single malt whiskey. From uh, Dalmore, we have their 14-year single malt. We have the Dalmore Portwood, the Dalmore Cigar Malt, the Dalmore King Alexander III, and from Lagavulin, we have the Lagavulin Nick Offerman 3rd Edition Charred Cask. Oh,
2: I can't wait.
1: I know. <laughs> I, I've, I've been holding on to this one for months for you. They sent me this, I, I I think, like just at the end of the year, and I've been holding it all this time just for
3: you. I appreciate that. I, I enjoyed watching him drink it. So did I. But again, it's that masochist. <laughs> I said I was a masochist. Now, that's yeah. that's pretty much sadism. <laughs> yeah, no, I, enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the
1: torture. I can never get those two straight. Which one is which? Yeah. Well, anyway, so we're going to have uh, Justin tell us all about our sips ratings. All right. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. This disgusting.
3: Water.
1: That was terrible, and it's still the best one he's done so far. Water. I will give him. I will give him that. Yep. Two sips. Nosh, but what else do you have? Well,
0: nice, Well, isn't
2: that nice?
0: Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Mm, not, not getting any it. better. Nope. Nope. No. nope. Four sips. Let's keep the secret to ourselves.
1: Pour me another. No,
0: it's, 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 it's,
3: it's, almost getting there. I mean, I,
1: yeah. I, I'm rooting for you. He's close. Yes. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, he's 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 on the path. He's just not there. Five sips. Oh my!
0: I was oh. unaware anything could be this good. Right. Oh, my. oh my! Right in the toilet.
1: <laughs> right. Oh my! Yeah. Right in
0: the toilet. Oh my! Oh I was unaware oh it could was. be that
3: uh, bad. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like the high diver who. <laughs> who who misses his mark and hits yeah. his head on the Chabally way down? Flop. Yeah, belly yeah.
1: flop. He doesn't hit the target in the little kiddie pool. He hits the edge of the little kiddie no, pool. No, 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 dude. And he
3: hit his head on the edge of the board on the way down. And that's just uh,
1: yeah. It's what happens when you backflip before your belly flop? Wow. Well. well, let's get to our first whiskey, and we're going to have Brent tell us all about that one. Thanks, Bob.
2: The Glendullan Distillery was established in 1897 by William Williams, an Aberdeen blender and whiskey broker. In 19- I feel like white people need more names. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
5: <Double. laughs> Go
2: ahead. In 1919, he merged with the Greenlee brothers to create McDonald, Greenlees, and Williams Distillers, which was itself absorbed by Distillers Company Limited or DCL in 1925. DCL became United Distillers in 1986 and then became Diageo in 1997. The original distillery was rebuilt in 1962, and in 1972, a second distillery was built next door, and both were run together until 1985, when the original distillery was closed. The second distillery, previously referred to as Glendulian II, continues to operate to this day. So this first whiskey we're going to be trying is Singleton of Glendulian. It's a 12-year single malt scotch whiskey. It's 40% ABV, that's 80 proof. The Singleton brand is actually manufactured in three Scot three Scottish whiskey distilleries, Dufftown, Glen Ord, and Glendullen. And Glendullen has been making the Singleton brand since 2007. This expression is aged primarily in ex bourbon casks with some European oak casks. So the color on this is a nice light straw finish. On the nose, it's just the nose is just like a little fruit bomb. You get like. Uh, that that vanilla comes through. You get some like some cherries come through. A little bit of nuttiness on it. It's it's beautiful. It's a really nice nose. And on the palate, same thing. You get let me Go here. Oh yeah. You get a little. The thing that pops out of me right away is I get a little bit of lemon peel, and then I get some fruits that just follow behind it with some pears and bananas. A little bit of a cinnamon. But it's nice. Overall, this is a nice pleasure. This, the, the finish is not very long. It's just like a medium finish. Nice mouth coating. Overall, a nice pleasant uh, whiskey to
1: start off our day. Yeah, this thing is a fruit salad on the nose. I mean, it's just a huge tropical fruit bomb. It's like a big bowl of fruit sal- oh, fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Sorry, I had kids. Uh, what a Wiggles reference. Come on. Come on, your kids my, not that
3: old. My kid's nine, so yeah. we, we've not been exposed to the Wiggles. Oh, because you know your horrible kids are much older person. You. So I'm just thankful, based on what I've heard from you. Oh, yeah, it's. Don't get me wrong. Although she's got YouTube on her, I'd, I'd put I'd put one of those oh.
1: long sleeve T shirts on in a heartbeat if I thought I could make that much money. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, a bath towel at the last concert mm-hmm. I took the kids to was like sixty dollars.
3: I'm like, wow. so, so Brent, uh, this is good old boy Harmit. In case people don't know, they can I tell by his you. disdain. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, but it's eighty proof. So that's my only qualm with this whiskey. Well, I think it's an entry, nice entry level. They want yeah, it for the maker. I think they want it yeah. for the masses. I agree. I don't We're, think there's anything wrong with it. And, and I'll give you this because it's at 80 proof, they they don't pay the tariffs hmm. and the taxation that they do over 80 proof. And this retail is a right around 30 bucks. Yeah. So it's for the money. For is the wrong, money this is, is a killer a for the level. money. Yeah. This
4: is, is delicious I, for the money. It is very nice. It's very easy to drink. It's
1: just. Nicely made. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's not a $3,000 whiskey, yeah. but it drinks well above its, its not, price point.
1: It's not stopping the clock, but it gets you where you need to go. It's extremely well done for the money. The, you, that, but there's another great problem. Value.
3: There's another problem. I'm going to bring it up. There's three distilleries. Oh, we know what the make, problem is. He's sitting to my right. <laughs> yeah. There's three distilleries that make Singleton. Mm-hmm. We have all tasted Singleton Glen Ord, which they do not bring to America except like once a year. Mm-hmm. That Glen Ord is beyond. Yeah, what we get here. the Glen Ord is. Oh wow, the Glen Ord is something from another planet. And the stuff that they released, like like, like last year's uh, special release from from Diageo, the Glen Ord at cast strength. I mean, sell your kids yeah. for that one. But but again, <laughs> good. A wholly different. You know, they're it's just sharing it's the first name.
1: Completely different whiskey. Completely right. different distillery. Right. I mean, for but the money, well, this well, is I a great pour. I still
3: don't understand why they called three different distilleries the Singleton. I do it to make you mad is it yeah, working they do They're, they make it's, him mad. it's yeah, succeeding success yeah success <laughs> what do you think Justin?
0: i think that's definitely an added bonus mm-hmm. i kind of get the the fruit bowl you guys are talking about but i get my aunt's potpourri too you When know, the one that, you hit it, by when you go when to when you walk the front door the, mm-hmm. walk past the bedroom of the mm-hmm. potpourri bomb yeah. and it's, yeah. Not yeah.
3: A, it's not that it's really. well, not that floral well I'm, I'm getting it i'm getting more i'm getting more what he said
4: the vanilla and the fruit agree the yeah. water definitely tones down the I didn't even
3: try floral it's 80 proof already put water no in. <laughs> a little a couple little drops of water Here, give me give me the water bottle not for the heat
4: but for the opening to, bring, to open it up i got flavors
3: you. hey you know i say the same thing
1: i know it did
4: it did nicely
1: no it's got a candy note to it the fruit really shines it through is candy. that that there's a big boost on the palate after you swallow the tongue just tingles with a lemon zest on it this is a really good. Both of you said lemon
3: zest. I get more apple and pear than lemon. Yeah, Water, I, get the, I, get, I get the lemon, lemon. after I, I swallow it. Yeah.
1: yeah. But overall, you know, an excellent whiskey. So we're going to be rating the Glendullen, uh, single to Glendullen, 12 years, single malt scotch whiskey, a well deserved three sips. Interesting. So let's go on and have Justin tell us about our next one. So we're going to talk about Glenmorangie,
0: a tale of the forest, single malt whiskey. It's 46% alcohol by volume or 92 proof. And no, I did not do the math. Some years ago. That's why it's right. Right. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Some years ago, while walking in the woods, Dr. Bill Lumson, master of whiskey creation at Glenmorangie, recall. Glenmorangie.
3: Glenmorangie.
0: What he said recalled how ancient Highland whiskey makers dried their barley with all kinds of forest fuel. He began experimenting by kilning his barley with many different botanicals, finally selecting juniper berries, birch bark, and heather flowers, buried with a little peat. And we'll talk more about it after the break. Before the break, we were talking about Glen Morangi, a tale of the Glen forest. Morangie. Glen Morangi. Glen There you go. A Rhymes tale of the- orangey. Tale of the Forest Single Malt Whiskey, and uh, Dr. Bill Lumpson aged the spirit made from this barley in a large portion of refill ex-bourbon casks to allow the spirit's flavors to come forward. Now, this really did accomplish its title. It really does taste like you're drinking the forest floor, but in a pretty good way. You got like uh, all these different woods and earth, and it's pretty pretty darn cool. What did you think, Maury? I thought this was a really
4: interesting whiskey. I think that the nose really gets you excited and really reminds us of the forest and the floor. Uh, I didn't feel like the palate followed through quite as nicely for me. I was expecting great things from this whiskey, complexity, layers. And it, it just it was just there for me. Um it definitely has some unusual flavors, but I just felt like everything was a little bit muted. Harm, what did you think?
3: Maury, I, I love pretty much everything Dr. Lumsden does. Every time he's in Florida, I try to try to hang out with him. Doctor Bell's awesome. Um yes. It's it's this one I feel like this is a swing and a miss. He put Juniper in a whiskey, what well, he didn't put in the whiskey, he he used he used toasted juniper to malt the barley. That's gin. Gin and whiskey together don't go. I I, just, I don't know. I smell I smell the pine. I smell the juniper. I get a little bit of mint, but overall it's that that he used a little bit of peat as well. I get some campfire. It's it's just it's a geek's whiskey. It's interesting, but it was a swing and a miss for me. This one, this is one of the few I don't like by the yeah, definitely
2: a geek whiskey. And just like Maury said, the nose gives so much promise, like you, yeah, like you can smell that the forest and stuff, but then you get it's it just doesn't match up on the panel. It does smell like a forest, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So So he he, he accomplished that goal, but the flavor profile afterwards didn't really follow.
3: I get pine. What I'm gonna tell you though
1: is add water. When you add water, water, because yeah. the
3: the the palate, you're too far as like
1: my Bob
4: mouth. happens to be right. It is a relatively low proof whiskey. It's coming in yeah. at ninety two, but proof. literally a drop. But and a drop or two it, of water goes from five to nine, like that. Yeah,
3: it really made a big in difference different. in
4: terms of the flavor.
3: It unmasked. No, no, I I I did the water before too, and I'll do a little bit more. I get peppermint, I get pine, mm. I get clove. It's really interesting, but it's not what I think of when I think of single malt this will it's on my show no it's, it's definitely not yeah right i mean it's it's on my bar to taste you want to taste something really interesting and weird this yeah. is it
2: that's why yeah. geek that's why geek but it's, it's interesting geek whiskey
0: yeah. you know air air very interesting too by the way
2: very and i think that you know with all the regular products that you have out there you kind of i think he's looking outside the box to get like well what else can i put out there that may assume to other people you know i'm getting
3: as well. a big finish of juniper right now because i had water yeah like, wow me too yeah
1: yeah. It 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 just a tiny little bit of water and this thing amps up on the on the pallet. Yeah. It it
3: doubles. It's very it's a long intense but weird
1: <laughs> whiskey, <laughs> he's done some really cool. And uh, that that the tale of cake was awesome. Tale of oh, cake was cake. on my favorite it tasted like cake. That, was, yeah. that was a that was an amazing one. And there. it wasn't so who like doesn't cake like flavor, cake. <laughs> it wasn't like cake flavored vodka where they pour some chemical in it to make it taste like cake. <laughs> he made it taste like cake. Yeah, tale yeah. of
0: winter's great
1: too. Just blending like wow, yeah. Tale of winter was also awesome. This one is very interesting. I mean, I it's cool. It's not. It's a geeks whiskey. Yeah, you're a it geek. is you're, not. are geeks. Yeah. you are geeks. It is not it a up. classic Highland single malt in any way, shape, or form, but it is very, very. And, you know, interesting. I
3: think the birch does something on that smoke. There's, there's some. It's not just peat. There's some birch bark here, and those heather flowers. It's, it's, it's so interesting on the nose, but the palate just didn't match up even with the water.
1: I agree with Harm. Mm. Yep, definitely. Well, kids, interesting. What do we give it? Uh, we're going to be rating it two steps. All right.
2: Well, isn't that nice?
1: So let's move on to the next one. We're going to
3: have Harm tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. Founded in Dufton, Scotland by William Grant, Glenn Fittick, first ran from the stills on Christmas Day, 1887. It became the first single malt whiskey to be promoted outside of Scotland and is one of the few single malt distilleries to remain entirely family owned and is still produced in the same distillery which William Grant and his children hand built. So this is the Glenfiddich 12-year-old sherry cask finish, single malt whiskey, 43% ABV or 86 proof for those who uh, mathematically mathematically uh, challenged. The Glenfiddich 12-year-old sherry cask finish is matured in a traditional American and European oak casks before finishing in rare Amontillado sherry casks. Amontillado sherry is from the Spanish sherry region of Jerez and is characterized as being darker than fino and lighter than Oloroso. Amontillado is also considered to be one of the most the four major dry sherries, but still displays sweet notes like hazelnuts and caramel. Uh, Amontillado is, uh, sherry casks are produced for the whiskey industry, are known to be extremely rare, representing only 1.8% of all sherry produced. This special edition is the first Glenfiddich to ever be finished in Amontillado sherry casks. And how many more times can I say Amontillado? That's a lot of Amontillado. I don't know. Say it again. I don't know didn't uh edgar Allan poe the cask of amontillado the, the cask of amontillado there you go oh so wow. the color
4: on this you're showing off your worldliness
3: there you go i i actually like amontillado sherry we did a sherry show last year and amontillado is the hardest one to sell because it's not sweet enough for some people and for people who want bone dry fino it's not dry but i find it wonderfully balanced um i had some friends um relatives in from mumbai and uh, this past week, and we went down to um, Jose Andres' restaurant in Miami, and we finished with a sherry pairing and a cheese course. And the Amontillado was the with the right cheeses was the winner. Although I did prefer the Fino, and Olor- and, and my cousin, who's a big scotch drinker, Oloroso, was his finished, Who was his favorite. But the consensus, Amontillado, give it a chance, give it with the right food. But here, even better, put it in this whiskey. The color is a red gold, and the nose is fresh and fruity with a lots of pear. I mean, um, I think they say a hint, but I get pears and dried fruit and like apricots. And I mean, there's something sweet here, like um, like a cakeish thing. And it's got clove and cinnamon, just a little bit, just a hint. But when you drink it, the clove and cinnamon and a little bit like other spices come out even more on the palate. Mm.
0: I mm. got Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> and I will give you that, dude. With, you know, milk, really.
4: I don't know about
2: you the know, Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs. You know, one's crazy
4: and the other swears by it. <laughs>
2: That's right. I mean, I don't know about the Cocoa
4: Puffs, but the Fruity
2: no, Pebbles. Now, if you mix
0: them together, there's There's a little hint of chocolate here. With a kick, you know.
4: Yeah. I get a lot of apple and almond. Don't serve this whiskey to your children for breakfast,
1: please. Yeah, please don't. With Fruity Pebbles? Yeah, no.
3: Uh, Unless your children are over 21, then help yourself. But the cocoa's there. It's more on the finish, that, and I feel more like it's oak. And adding water actually brings more of those uh, cocoa pebbles or cocoa mm-hmm. puffs. Yeah, I hate myself for even saying that. What I do this? Why am I sitting next to you? I hate <laughs> you
0: for saying that. Oh God, because I'm keeping it real. Huh? Again, Keep I'm it just real. Keeping oh, do it real. Did I really real? need
3: that reason? Oh, then you take. Well, you tell me? What you got? You got? That's the, what, what I got. Fruity Pebble with the cocoa. Yeah, puff. he's done. He's already said seven a lot words. words. Yeah. You know.
1: What do you think, Maury? Well, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm
4: speechless. (laughs) Brent, what do you think? (laughs) I
2: enjoyed. No. I
4: enjoyed this one. This one is
2: nice to drink. Pleasant on the palate. Nice creaminess to it. There's all that fruitiness to it. You know, if I was going to buy a scotch, this could be one that I buy. I agree. I if think I this ever wanted to buy one,
4: beautiful. <laughs> this to me is a I'll beautiful. I'll not be seeing this in nice, any Monday at your house. Not quite entry level, but I would say near entry level. Just you know, for somebody who's novice in the scotch world, this is a beautiful whiskey to introduce you. It just draws you right
3: in to the the sherry the the the, it's just it's a beautiful whiskey one crass commercial that i gotta mention this is not the regular glenfiddich 12 year old when you go to the liquor store especially come to my liquor store there's two different 12 year old glenfiddichs on the shelf the regular 12 year old and then the sherry cask which is in a red canister it is distinctly different from the original uh, yes it is a couple bucks more but not much bob what do you think I think this
1: is the best thing that Glenfiddich's come out with in the last, oh, five years at least. Um, I think this is a welcome addition to their main product line. It is a fantastic whiskey for the money. Um, I applaud their use of the Amontillado cask because I do like Amontillado I'd like, more. i like to
3: sneak a couple more of those
1: Amontillados in. Well, I like <laughs> it. Honestly, I like it better than a. You've exceeded
0: the Vegas line And I like it better than Vino.
1: So congratulations it, to, me it's, to all the winners. It's, it's more... <laughs> earthing is more complex than say a fino it's drier
3: oh and I it's, mean, i love oloroso but that's it's not most scotch it, people it's use. also
1: not oloroso's this one i find more complex but the whiskey here is absolutely fantastic it's so well done it's you know sometimes cast finishes can just cover up a whiskey but this just lifts it up and elevates the and whiskey. i'm
3: very happy that they went above the 80 proof and did 86 mm-hmm. so that's that's a good thing you'd to do. be crying if it were 80 i know because it would be weak <laughs> This, but this it's, is just,
4: nice.
1: it's just it's just pears on the nose i would like
3: you know what i want i want oh. them to release this at cast strength that's oh my, that'd
1: be fun yeah this at cast strength would that'd be, be a fun bomb as we say in the hobby
0: ben <laughs>
3: just
0: yeah buy it now
1: yeah this i think it, i think they've got a winner on their hands <laughs> i was lucky enough to uh, do an interview <laughs> and, and try this with uh dave who's their West Coast brand ambassador, and this thing's this thing's this is a winner. They've done an, an incredibly good job on it, and I've you know I will drink this. You bet your rear end on that one. So we're going to be rating the Gwen 12 Year Sherry Cask a well-deserved four sips. We can say butt on this show,
0: right? Like sherry butt. I like big butts. I cannot lie. You yeah. can
1: only
4: say butt as contextualized by a barrel.
3: Oh, I see. Oh. Well, that's what I was talking
0: about.
1: Pork butts are off limit.
3: I like big butts, oh. and I cannot lie exactly No pork butts on said, this
1: show. Okay, Bob, why don't you no, tell you us about say, the next one? You can <laughs> say butt like like I Harm's nickname is Butt Head. So, you know. Well, our next whiskey is from the Dalmore. So the Dalmore, we've done a few of their whiskeys over the years on the show, but uh, they were founded in 1839 by Alexander Matheson. Matheson was a a partner in Jardine Matheson, which was a trading firm that controlled exports of opium to China. Yeah.
0: Everybody's first billion was sketchy, you know.
1: Um, The distillery was purchased by the McKenzie family in 1878, and then from 1917 to 1920, they closed the distillery and used it to manufacture mines for the First World War for the war effort. Um, what could go wrong? Yeah, well, that's bu- it pretty much blew the building mostly down. Yeah. So they spent a couple of years after the war so putting got it back
3: together. Colonial oppression with drug trade and um, arms manufacturer. I'm down, man. Let's do it. <laughs> so they, thank
1: you. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that. I appreciate that. So 1922. They resumed making spirit. Um, in 1960, the McKenzie family sold the distillery to White and Mackay, who was one of their best customers, who bought a lot of their whiskey for their blends. White and Mackay, currently, it's went through a few owners, but currently it's owned by Imperador of the Philippines. So our first whiskey is the Dalmore 14-year-old single malt whiskey. It's uh, 43.8% ABV, 87.6 proof. Uh, This is the newest addition to Dalmore's core product line. It was initially aged in bourbon casts, and then 40 to 60% varies of the whiskey is finished for about two years (coughs) in hand-selected Pedro Jimenez casts from the House of Gonzalez Baez. And that's pretty much where all their sherry casts come from. Um, Then it is blended back into the remaining whiskey to make this expression. This is the first expression from Dalmore to be finished in Pedro Jimenez casts. So you've got a beautiful burnt bronze color on this with honestly a little bit of almost uh orangey ring to it um on the nose it's just honey a little bit of raisins a little orange zest. orange zest almost a minty coolness in the tip of the nose and on the palate hmm on the palate absolutely lovely i get hazelnuts i get uh, roast coffee beans um get that cocoa dark chocolate get that little hint of maple syrup in there there's a little bit of maple syrup in the center of the palate that. and i didn't um, get
3: the honey earlier either i got dates and uh, like figs
1: and then i get that orangey uh on the back palette. so absolutely beautiful whiskey what do you think brett I like how they did this with the forty per, forty to sixty percent where they
2: didn't do the whole entire barrel they it's a It's a neat concept when you think about it because they left the they left the core product and they just aged some of it in the you know in the uh, Pedro immunus and then they brought it back and put it back with their original product. I think if they'd have done the whole thing, first off, two years would have been too long for the whole well, barrel you know, they could have shortened it yeah, they could have shortened it and stuff but i I, I love the concept that they did with this. And it really worked, you know. When it came through, and it really you know, worked. Yeah, Bob the, was always
3: talking about uh, unbalanced whiskeys. You can take a wine finish and right overwhelm the whiskey. Yeah. You you cover it like paint. Right? No, no. And this is and this, this is, is this is the opposite. This, right. is a,
2: this
1: is this is exactly, exactly what you're trying what to do. Get,
4: yeah, I think there was more than one way they could have accomplished this. They certainly could have aged the whole batch, but for a much lesser time than two years, or they aged a, a roughly
1: fifty percent and for two years and then gently yeah, but, blended it in but this is richard patterson the nose yeah the king of the blenders so taking it and putting it in there for two years and then taking that liquid and then and blending, blending it, it the prior yeah, yeah, it's, to it's, get where he wants to go that's exactly where dalmore is going to go
3: so you're not you're not just getting the, the sherry from the, the barrel you're getting the tannins and you get yeah. everything else These are different wood so this is going to be uh gonzalez bias is using american and european oak so, or no, well, we only, did. Uh,
4: Bob and I idea? were lucky enough to do a deconstructed tasting with them a while back in Miami, where we got to taste the component cherries mm-hmm. as well as the finished whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they've had this very long-standing relationship with one relationship of the winemakers from Gonzalez byas. Right. Yeah.
3: That was cool. Gonzales
1: byas. Yeah. They've had this relationship for did many, Diana many put years. That together? No, this before her. This is several years ago. This was pre COVID, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, it correctly. Was. Down and, at, um, and
4: honestly, Gonzalez Baez is a very high end sherry producer. They've had oh, this
3: I, exclusive I, relationship. I carry almost everything they make, they mm. do a great job. Yeah.
1: And that's Dalmor. Everything that they do is exclusively Gonzalez Baez. Right. they have a great relationship with exactly
4: them. and and i agree i love pedro menace finished uh whiskeys the problem is they can be overdone and you can well pedro
3: menace is so sweet and right rich and so you
4: could end up with mm-hmm. essentially a pedro menace scotch flavored pedro yeah. menace right as opposed to a whiskey finished in a pedro menace cask and this nails
1: it in that and some and some do go more toward the sweet which are and some of them are still very good you know, some of them are a little more sticky, more raisiny, and there's that's fine. Some are like this to the other side, but it's not. Like well, this said, one's a delight. It's, it's got overdone. a lot of those yeah. sweet notes, yeah. but, but not, not being cloying, sweet. not sticky. I mean, yeah. you
4: got maple syrup, which we think of as being really sweet and figs and dates, yeah. but yet the whiskey's yeah. really not
3: overly sweet. No, I still it's don't not get cloying. the maple. I added water. I still get the figs and dates. I don't get the maple. Well, there's something yeah. broken I in your something. soul. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I'm from Canada, man. I lived, I was a Canadian citizen until I was 18.
1: Then it's funny you don't actually. look canadian i'm calling ins now and i'm gonna have you drag back the reason he's here canada didn't want him anymore i know <laughs> all right so <laughs> they said you, neither did get, alabama get you can't Canada's handle the cold. cold neither did alabama want him yeah. anymore well we're going to be rating the dalmore 14 year single malt whiskey a well deserved four sips yes really nice That's classified. so let's have maury tell us about our next whiskey why thank you bobby
4: joe the next whiskey is dalmore portwood single malt whiskey it is 46.5% ABV or 93 proof. The Dalmore Portwood is initially aged in American white oak casks before enjoying a finishing period in port pipes that were sourced from well-known port producer W&J Grams. Wait a minute. What's a port pipe? Well, it's not something you put tobacco in and smoke, <laughs> but it's actually the name of a barrel used for aging port, roughly 600 liters. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: That's kind of nice. I mean, tall and skinny.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they do tend to be long. They're skinny.
1: Yeah, they're, they look like a pill. (laughs) They're round, but they're tall.
4: But yeah, they kind of look 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 like a, imagine a long two uh, piece of uh, like sewer pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Very
3: long. You mean the port pipe looks like a pipe? What kind of pipe? Who would have guessed? Sewer pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Sewer pipe. (laughs) You don't want to compare sewer pipes to the whiskey. And we'll be back. It does look like a barrel and we're
4: back and uh, we've been talking about the dalmore portwood single malt whiskey at 93 proof so getting to the glass this whiskey has a beautiful beautiful uh, coppery slash mahogany color on the nose clove studded orange sweet red berries a little hint of prune plummy fruits and a bit of sticky toffee pudding on the palate, it's luscious, it's viscous, it's mouth coating. You get hints of chocolate and nectarine, creamy caramel, roasted nuts, a hint of coffee. Um, it's uh, really an interesting whiskey. It's got layers and layers of flavor that keep going. A little bit of water opens it up and really just reveals even more layers. The finish is long, it's comforting. This is an all-night sipper. You could just sit by the fire and sip this baby all night long. It is an all-night sipper.
2: Thank I mean, this is me. another one that you could really enjoy. It's uh, their product line has always been impressive, um, and this is the same, the same facts. Like it into delicious. This. It's like yeah, delicious. They got the fruits. They got the vanillas. They got all these things that you love, and they're blended well together. It really shines through. John. It's a
3: Scotch for bourbon drinkers. Yes, I think this is a Scotch. Yeah, for bourbon Yeah, the toffee drinkers. shines through, and that's what. makes yeah, it Yeah, it really
4: brings you those that big burnt toffee yeah. note, and especially on the back end. And it's got such a
1: long finish. It's just yeah. warming on the tongue, and it, it just goes on and, on and it goes on and nice on. Nice
4: cold winter night in front of the fire. Yeah. It would
1: be. Just I need great. a smoking jacket. I have. Yeah, you know, honestly, I mean it's Dalmore. I've never had a bad Dalmore. This this one is fantastic. I I really do enjoy the Portwood. I I buy this from time to time myself um always impressive always a great finish on it and again for the money a great a great portwood is one of
3: their newer expressions and yeah. I, I do enjoy it
1: but everybody's portwood has really been
4: quite special one of the first really nice portwood scotch finishes i had with came out of Belvini, and they did a beautiful job with it and this one it was a no one-time exception. thing
3: you know I, my favorite portwood right now is glendronach really? oh yeah i love that oh yeah. that's a strawberry jam on a croissant with butter yeah. mm. it is stunning
4: <laughs> But we're going right to 17-year portwood is no longer
1: no oh sorry we're going to be rating the dalmore portwood a well deserved four sips
0: that's classified
1: and we're going to have brent tell us about our next one thanks bob
2: the next one is the dalmore cigar malt single malt whiskey it's 44 abv i guess that would be 80 proof you know, with my math Well done, here. well done. Mm-hmm. The spirit is initially matured in American white oak ex-bourbon casks. A portion of the liquid remains in the ex-bourbon cask, while the balance is a portion between the finest Gonzalez bias sherry casks, previously holding 30-year-old Matusulin sherry ca- Yeah, I know. Uh, at least I didn't oh, say oh, armadillo. So. I wouldn't say armadillo for the other one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? so, don't... <laughs> and uh, Cabernet Sauvignon wine barriques. The uh, three styles are then ex- expertly brought together to perfectly combine their unique characteristics and flavors. So they call it the cigar malt because they want this one to be blended, you know, you, for you to sit down and enjoy it with a cigar. The color on this one is a uh, nice, nice uh, coppery color, darker, darker copper color. On the nose, I get the sil- cinnamon, really shines through in vanilla and i get some uh, like some red berries some plums on it it's just a it's a really nice but then i guess because they want it to be a cigar malt on my palate i get some bitterness that comes out right away and that's from this uh it's kind of from this like a dark chocolate like a bitter mm-hmm. chocolate that yeah, comes it's like real-
1: a better sweet chocolate
2: yeah I, I get some other spices a little bit of uh a little bit of some more fruits to it and stuff but that bitterness i guess is what helps you with that dark chocolate bitterness helps you with the people with the cigars and Mm. it makes it blend easier for that and that's why they call it a cigar did you try a drop of water in it yeah i tried to drop a water just it's gorgeous yeah it's it's very nice and it's got a nice mouthfeel to it and stuff but that but um, initially that bitterness kind of, you know, pulled me away from it. But I can understand then why you'd want to just enjoy this one with the cigar. So but it
4: brings it, you back. It,
2: it does bring you back. back. But, but yeah, you like the you
0: rhubarb. Yeah. You know, so. So I don't know why you don't like the bitterness. I don't know. I mean, it's
2: just a, I mean, I like dark chocolate as well, you know. <laughs> well, so you, you you hang out with harm. So obviously, better <laughs> <No, it's just laughs> Mr. Bitter, I know. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm like
3: <laughs> a fine Amaro yeah <laughs> you're like
0: a
1: cheap amaro <laughs> i
0: was gonna say a cheap amaro yes yeah. fine i'm not yeah. sure easy inexpensive Overwhelming, yeah, overwhelmingly bitter, but sweet yeah.
2: underneath yeah a 92 percent
1: <laughs> a 92 percent one day we may approach that later <laughs> this one is always my jam when i'm looking at, at dalmore this is the one that i reach for more often than not because i feel that this this particular one for me punches above its price point this i think is is the best whiskey they make Dollar for dollar, um
3: no, for no, my when, it, when it first came out, it was way too cheap. That's yeah. right. And then they went way too high with the. Yeah, next that's right. They brought it back
1: down. This yeah. is the
3: middle road. Yeah. Now it's backward. Still for the money, it's fantastic. They did different variations. Yeah. This is the third or fourth iteration. Correct. And This is. I think they're really honing in where it should yeah. be.
4: But it was worse once their entry level. Yeah. And then it moved, moved really. to be very expensive. Yeah. It was almost it was more
3: expensive than King the middle.
1: Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's 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 moved around, but the flavor profile has been within those lines. But they're honing in yeah. and
3: they're they're doing it right. I think yeah. they did a good job.
1: Excellent whiskey. So we're gonna be rating the Dalmore Cigar Malt, Single Malt Whiskey. A well deserved four sips. That's so that takes us to our next one, and we're gonna have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. We will now be
4: speaking about the Dalmore King Alexander the Third single malt whiskey coming in at forty percent ABV. Interesting that they chose forty. Uh, the Dalmore Distillery dates back to 1839, but the Mackenzie family heritage dates back to 1263. It was in this year that Colin Cantel, chief of the Clan Mackenzie, saved King Alexander III from the fury of a charging stag. In recognition of this noble act, the king granted the Mackenzie clan the right to use the twelve-pointed royal stag emblem on their coat of arms. When the descendants of the clan became owners of the Dalmor distillery in 1867, the royal stag became the recognizable icon that proudly adorns each bottle of the Dalmor today, an emblem which encapsulates a rich past, which also embodying a promise that the Dalmor will remain at the pinnacle of single malt. The Dalmor King Alexander III showcases the Dalmor's commitment to the art of cask curation. It is the world's first single malt to create an assemblage of six cask finishes, initially matured in American white well, this oak. This
3: is Mark, that's assemblage. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. Initially matured in American white oak ex-bourbon casks, the liquid is appointed, apportioned, excuse me, between small batch ex-bourbon casks Methuselum Oloroso Sherry Casks, Madeira Barrels, Mm. Marsala Casks, Mm. Port Pipes, Mm. and Cabernet Sauvignon Wine Barriques. These are then brought together in in, in, in an in situ sherry built to harmonize. I have no idea what that means. Well,
3: let's talk about the whiskey.
4: That makes
1: two of us. They're all blended together in a sherry butt. I love big butts well, they I get to
3: the, with the flavors. Mary, it's got
4: a beautiful mahogany color. It's got red fruits on the nose
3: with a hint of passion fruit. I do not get any passion fruit. Where are you pulling that from? I pulled that from parts. Passion fruit is. He's pulling that
1: from the from the dollar notes. notes,
4: (laughs) On the palate, citrus, vanilla, creme caramel, some cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and then a finish that just goes on and on. This is an amazing whiskey. It's beautifully crafted. I love the pedigree. I love what they've done with this. The only thing I would say about this whiskey, I'd love to see it at cast strength.
3: Well, see, or higher than eighty. They're going up against. This is their. Like, the 80 proof is there. They're worldwide. You can sell it. The same proof and the same price. It's like Johnny Walker Blue. It's not the best thing that Johnny Walker makes, but it's the thing that people recognize. It's Johnny Blue's
2: 80 proof, right? True. They well, do this. This they, stuff is amazing, though. Yeah, I mean, at, this is. I mean, oh, imagine, oh, this? I yeah, I imagine
1: it's a <sighs> 90, 92. It'd be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still beautiful. I mean, you don't even need though. to I get mean, up to 100, but. In the in the lower nineties, if you put this up to one hundred ten,
3: this is a oh, this oh, is oh, amazing. Yeah. At one
1: hundred ten, I'd probably just but be. But they're one going one. for
3: a certain type of drinker who wants. I'm I'm drinking my whiskey neat. I never put any water in it. So you do eighty proof, and they think, oh, this is the best whiskey in the world because I don't have to put anything. So smooth. If that's a marketing thing, you know.
2: And it's, working. Mm-hmm. So it's I, working. I mean, it's working. It's, they put it in a nice box. They yeah. they package it well. It's it's an amazing flavor profile to it. I get all those fruits. This is a again, this is a bourbon lovers you know, whiskey. A bourbon all I'm lovers say whiskey. Is,
1: uh, Dave, if you're listening to this show, if if you could possibly obtain a sample of this before they down, 110 proof? I'm just Dave, saying we would love to talk. We would love to talk about it. But it's it's very enjoyable.
2: I mean, I have it's hard to put anything down about this because i enjoy it so much
1: but you know no, again it's, it's if I stunningly was, good right yeah. and i don't know why no, you, we're, we're just sitting here talking about how could it possibly be, be better, better.
0: <laughs> So <laughs>
1: I don't, I, i'm
0: curious if you guys notice this i've been drinking this for years this one i think has more cab cabernet sauvignon influence than i haven't i haven't years. had a i haven't
3: had a bottle of this in a couple of years so i really don't remember
0: yeah I think it's, it's like the regular on your bar. It's well balanced. I get yeah. I drink this regularly.
3: Yeah.
1: the the Marsala, you know, the the Marsala, the Madeira doesn't come in as much. The Marsala also doesn't come in as much. Yeah, definitely. I get more of the re, you know the regular Cabernet red yeah. wine finish on it. But I you know that's purposeful. They're not trying to turn this into a sweet one. They have sure. sweet ones. So sure. I I totally understand why they're doing it. But every every time I try one of these.
3: Yeah, what stands out for me is the, the Olo and the cab.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep.
4: No, the other two are minor players. They are hidden in the background and they just combine to
3: create the symphonic end result. So that's why they use the word harmonize. Yeah. Very good. They got you. Yeah. The marketing people got you, Bori. <laughs> they, they, they got
1: me with the flavor. So, yeah. 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 I don't care about the marketing, I right. care about what it tastes like. And, and King Alexander is always. Great, they did a great job. Treat. Nothing wrong with it. It's, uh, you know, it is it is king for a reason. So we're going to be rating the Dalmore King Alexander III single malt whiskey. It well deserved five sips. Oh
5: my, you gave yeah. five yeah.
3: sips to an 80 proof yeah. whiskey. Is this a first? Yeah. first? It
1: might no, be. I'm sure probably we probably probably could have. be a problem, though.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're going to have Justin tell us about our next one. Everybody stare at Brent okay i'm staring he's at brent
2: so happy right now <laughs> very very happy i just finished off this dalmore king
0: i mean yeah. how can i not be happy right what well, would be oh, unhappy, unhappy about that all right you're gonna ruin my day right so <laughs> now, now we're gonna talk about the lagavulin nick offerman edition charred oak cask single malt whiskey darn right woo
5: what are you eating
1: I call this Turf and Turf, 16-ounce <laughs> T-bone and a 24-ounce
2: porterhouse. Also, whiskey and a cigar. I'm going to consume all of this at the same time because I am a free American.
1: That's Ron Swanson for you. I,
0: I love this. So it's 46% alcohol by volume or 92 proof. The Lagavulin Offerman Edition Charred Oak Cask is the third edition of the collaboration between Lagavulin... And TV's Nick Offerman. This 11 year old single malt scotch whiskey was designed by Nick Offerman to be paired with a rare steak. The only way to have a steak, if you ask me.
3: I like medium rare.
0: Medium rare is okay, but yeah. rare don't I'll still talk to you at medium rare, but
1: beyond that, I'm not talking to <laughs> yeah.
0: you. I'll order medium rare so it doesn't come out bloody. But I prefer the rare. To accomplish this, the whiskey has been aged, not finished, in American red wine, American, American, and American, and European oak. Why cast- are you saying
3: the word, the letter A? It's American
0: that have been shaved down before being heavily recharred. So this spirit is a very well balanced, <clears throat> smoky peaty kind of spirit, and I really enjoyed it what did you think maury
3: in case you missed it that that cough of uh derision was from brent yeah <laughs> i didn't cough that was me oh, yeah.
4: i didn't cough uh i i think it's anything but balanced <laughs> sissy Sorry. i completely disagree with everything you've said brent? you are you are a wimp brent Battle yeah. me up on this. Okay,
2: so that, that whole side so, of the table okay, is so testosterone. testosterone. When, you, when you pour this right out of the bottle and mm-hmm. you take a nose of it, uh-huh. it brings you back to high school, you know, because that's when all the kids with the with the muscle cars, you know, put bleach on the road and spun out their tires, and you had all that black smoke around. And that's what, what it' bleach do like on didn't the know road. I it was the
0: bleach. Yeah, tell me about tell the me bleach. about
2: that.
1: You know, yeah, you so put bleach down. Bleach down. You put Why? bleach down. You spin out the tires because yeah. it makes more smoke. Yeah, oh, oh, cool. and it helps to break down the rubber and make it stickier.
4: It's slippery. It's oh, but. After, now with the cool kid's day. Day.
2: after an hour this the smoke is really That's burned off the yeah you know water, <laughs> water and time has really burned off the smoke on it but it hasn't burned off the smoke on the on the palate, it's still there. It's a little bit balanced, but I'm going to tell you this: while people love these smoky whiskeys, and it's, it's a geek whiskey, and that's all there is to it. You guys can say, "Oh, this is I love this, I love this." But, I freaking
4: but there's can't so get many, enough of it, but enough there's, yeah.
2: there's so many people that don't want that kind of flavor, and they need to they need to know to avoid this.
4: It's <laughs> called Yeah,
0: we
5: we're doing public service. <laughs> public service. We're not giving you, you any rare steak no. or PD whiskey if, today. If you you want to right. listen to the low testosterone
0: boys over there yeah. yeah
1: i mean there's only like a dozen distilleries in iowa making whiskey very similar to this and selling it as fast as they can make and i'm just saying maybe you guys you know need to change your panties um this oh, is wow. fantastic
0: this, wood smoke yeah.
3: seaweed and apples oh my god there is no
0: seaweed green, there are no apples. Green apples yes green apples i'm definitely getting mm. Yeah,
1: I don't even. I can't go even back to taste it to see I if there's a change. I've ruined my palate
0: once already today.
1: <laughs> I didn't get the seaweed till I put water in it, but I did get the like that salty kind of mineraly, like the salt crested up on a rock on a beach kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, baby. I added a little bit of whiskey to my tall glass of water, but I didn't get the seaweed. <laughs> and you guys wonder why when I went to Ardbeg, I didn't take you. Oh <laughs> yeah, ay. ay, ay. Well, in spite of these guys, we're going to be rating the Lagavulin Nick Offerman edition, charred oak cast. a well-deserved four sips. What That been, is a low what Would have been five the for them. So, <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Uh, thanks for having me. I enjoyed uh, at least seven of the whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you maury <laughs> thank you bob another spectacular day in the basement and thank you justin thank you i look forward
0: to this all week and it was worth it isn't happy hour anytime
3: there you go yeah and thank you harm thank you bob i'm gonna go out to dinner tonight with some friends and i'll be having some uh rare steak and some like well that's there a lie we go. know it isn't any friends <laughs> <laughs> In them. my head, in my head, I'm yeah, yeah.
4: With friends Imagine him to show up. He pays yeah. the <laughs>
1: distributors who <laughs> buy <laughs> his liquor and food. Well, this is Made Bob, and for Sips, says and Smokes, we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey.
5: We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap
2: Just tap it in. the
5: subscribe button.
2: Give it a little tappy. tap, tap, tap a
5: rule the easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone, play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at SipSudsandSmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions. Of- of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.